Welcome to another exciting episode of Legends in the Dark. My name is Jay. And I'm Leslie. Tonight, we delve into the darker side of the hospitality industry. So grab that cup of coffee, don't wait for the turndown service, and listen to these Legends in the Dark. everyone sorry not sorry <laughs> i hate that i kind of hate that phrase because it's like why are why are you even saying sorry not sorry because i'm not sorry things happen people understand it's, you know what sorry not sorry is it's like someone who couldn't master the art of sarcasm so like they never had that inflection like sorry oh oh i mastered the art of sarcasm <laughs> don't get me wrong i could be like sorry <laughs> yeah i got that. i got it <laughs> Anyway, honestly, though, we are sorry. It's just, it's been a busy month and a half. I feel like every single week something new comes up that just totally destroys our schedule. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts, not just uh, with the podcast, but also with our lives. So Mm. thank you for everyone who's sticking with us. And also, I don't know if they're still listening probably not after their episode but if you're fans of ghost theory because i've been reading off the message boards about how their fans wish that we had a because they've been going on our hosting site uh wish they could leave reviews telling us how great ghost theory is just fyi if you want to go to apple or google or any of your podcatchers we're down there so feel free to give out reviews we have a few but not too many I hope the Ghost Theories guys actually listen to our podcast. I don't know, something about a couple of British guys listening to our thing makes me feel so fancy. I, well, you know what's funny? So I I watched the new updated one that they did. They did a live one, and then today they, they had another production one. And the live one, they actually kind of introduced themselves. They're like, I'm Joe and not Joe. <laughs> so I was like, oh, did we influence them? I kind of feel special. <laughs> Pat on the back for us. Pat on the back. Pat, 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 pat. Okay, but digress. That was last week or two weeks ago or a month ago or however long ago it was. And now we're back with another review of a different show. It's called Hotel Paranormal. Hosted by. It wasn't hosted by. It was, well, narrated. Okay, it was narrated by the amazing Daniel Aykroyd. You know what's funny? I really did enjoy, like, listening to him. Like, he does have a nice, like, narration voice. Oh, yeah. If he did books on tape, I would totally get them. I bet he does. And I hate books on tape. I honestly do, but... I actually am starting to like the newer books on tape because it's not, like, from the books of tape when I was growing up when he had to have it on the cassettes and then the the CDs Mm. where it was, like, really good voice actors. But now you're getting, like, the, the actual actors doing their own books and stuff. So it's like... Yeah, okay. I, I like you, so I'll listen to your book. Well, my whole thing about why I don't like the books on tape and is just that because when I'm reading a book, I'll make up the, what the person sounds like in my own head so oh, that when yeah. I when I do that and then if I hear something on tape and it's something completely different, I'm like, hey, wait, that's not that's not what Percy Jackson sounds like. 
Well, I like... It sounds like this in my head. Well, I like that Titus Welliker. Welliker? Is that his name? I don't know who you're talking about. Bosch. The guy who plays Bosch. Oh, yeah, yeah. He started reading Michael Colony's books. And so, you know, it's Harry... It's, it's him reading as Harry Bosch. And it's like... <gasps> It's like watching the show, and and now I just watched the new one, the legacy one, which <laughs> like I don't know what's better, what, listening to him read the books that are based on the show or watching, watching the show. show. <laughs> it really is. It's like really like a meta game here now. Mm. But we've yeah, cro- we've crossed the veil. <laughs> but what the hell were we talking about? Oh, I did. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, no. So in Hotel Paranormal. It's a TV show that's on Amazon Discovery Plus again. Sorry guys, I know we were we're trying to do find the play find the shows that are free for everyone if you want to check them out. But honestly, for me, it's just easier with Discovery Plus because we will go through the different types of shows, and they actually have some cryptid shows. So you know, we probably should review some of those. I do like a good cryptid show every once in a while. Yeah, and so this time we t- chose Hotel Paranormal. Which, let's see, it's 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb and has a four-star review, but it's only one review on Amazon. And like we said, it was narrated by Dan Aykroyd and the how it's set up is it's real people telling their stories. They're either hotel workers or someone who stayed at a hotel having a paranormal experience. And what's funny is it's narrated by Dan Aykroyd, so it's not just... An intro and outro but it's the real person will tell them what the situation was what they were feeling Dan Aykroyd will have some colorful flair of narration and then in cut with the reenactments dramaizations and the story some the person and, sitting there telling the story and at least in one of the stories actual evidence e- camera footage yeah that was interesting they'll have <clears throat> experts and I'm quote unquote and there's authors paranormal investigators talking about the paranormal and why certain things may happen like why hotels or motels could get energy or keep that energy or why it might be why should you never remove mysterious symbols from doorways i swear that story okay we're going to get onto it but so we watched episode one season one and it was called dark predators hotel predators i thought something predators and now, I'm not saying I didn't like it, but I will admit it wasn't what I was expecting. It was still good. Like, the first story was the best. It was by a man named Frank uh, Ramirez. And I guess he got famous on YouTube, or his video went viral when he recorded some... Paranormal goings-on. Yeah, in his hotel room, which they do show. At first, they dramatize it. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, like, I don't know why they did that. I would have just showed the real real stuff. You didn't have to, like, reenact it. Yeah, because he, he actually yeah, had he actually had, his... had it. So it's like, we reenact it. Now, here's the real stuff. It's like... I guess it maybe, like, makes you appreciate the foot- the actual footage more when you see how bad the dramatization version of it is. But So here's the thing I think about the dramatization. I thought they did some parts really good. Like, they, they had this one part where the Frank was basically talking about checking into a hotel late at night, somewhere in Texas, they don't say where, and how he was describing how he got a creepy feeling about it, but maybe he thought he was tired, and he's going about his bedtime routine, and, like, the phone kept, like, the phone handle, headset, handset, keeps coming off the hook. And... 
you know, he saw that was creepy, and then, like, uh, a hanger moves, and a towel moves. Like, a lot of weird things started moving around in his room, and he basically starts talking about this whole story. You know, and Dan Aykroyd's narrating it, but there was this one part where the actor, like, steps forward, and he's recording with his phone, and behind him, on a door to the bathroom, there is a creepy outline of a man. And that was just, like, that was really well done. I was like, ooh, this is really creepy. And then they kind of ruin it by doing that whole weird, we're going to show you the ghosts, but we're going to make them move in these weird jerky movements and, like... So basically how they make all ghosts look in the media nowadays. Yeah, and I just wish that they didn't do that because, like, sometimes just those little subtle instances are so much better. I should mention, so this air date, it says it aired on October 4th, 2021. So it's still fairly fresh. Yeah. Well, but, you know, Amazon, you got to be careful, too, because sometimes they'll buy it and they'll say, like, I was watching something. Oh, so you got to look at the original yeah. production date, not like because, the day it was aired on Amazon. Yeah, because I um I watched something, like, I when I was younger, uh, in my 20s, I loved the one called Paranormal State. I haven't seen it in years, and it popped up on my uh, Discovery Plus, and I was like, oh, shoot, do they have these old ones? And I thought they had these older, newer ones, and when I looked at it, it said, oh, yeah, it's from, like, 2021, mm-hmm. and turned out that they were the old ones way back when, like, 10 years ago, but it must be that Amazon just finally got them, because mm-hmm. they were not new. They were yeah. not within the last two years, because actually the one of the investigators on it she's in another show and she looks a little different but anyway i digress as you so often do i know right but it was it was it was interesting though and then he talks about like he comes home right he he checks out and they did yeah yeah, frank and they did this really good scene where he's driving in the car and the lights the lights kind of pass like, you know, like the lights from like street lights or whatever. You yeah, pass, pass it in the back it, seat. In the past the back seat and you see the a woman ghost. Yeah, it's like a ghost, but you, it, it, it's a trick of a light where it's like, oh, this is really well done. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they ruin it by doing the weird jerky ghost thing. Yeah. But it's, it's I do admit, it's a lot better done than a lot of the reenactments I've seen in these types of shows. Yeah. But it's not as done as well as other ones. Like, I think the best one, quite honestly, and I haven't watched it in years, so maybe I'm wrong on this, was The Haunting, I think it's called. But it's it's usually a famous story. It's an hour long of one story. And I remember watching the one, before the movie came out, before the series came out, like The Haunting in Connecticut. And it was about a family who moved into the house. And, like, the basement was a, it used to be a funeral parlor. And... That one I remember scaring oh, me so one, much. That's I the know. one where they did the remake with Ryan Reynolds, right? No, that's um, that's Amityville Horror. Oh, but isn't the Amityville Horror based on the haunting in Connecticut story? I'm probably wrong. I I, don't... I thought I think they're in New Jersey. Oh, okay, okay. There's a co- both kind of a similar. I feel like I feel like in the aughts, like there was a time between like 1999 and like 2008. I feel like everyone heard the same like four stories about the famous ones and everyone always talked about those like it's kind of like once ghost hunters really started becoming famous everyone knew about waverly hills and then i feel like every american show that you watch now someone always has to go to waverly hills Hmm. which is fine i actually like them investigating that place because i feel like it's a it's a 
really nice place to catch evidence and it's always seems like they're always open in new places of course my favorite was uh, buzzfeed went investigate there and they had uh, a blooper reel or like not seen reel it wasn't so much a blooper but it was basically not aired reel and i was watching on youtube and it was really funny because there was this one point where if you're fans of the show shane skipped it hardcore skipped it and they were in this tunnel where they called the body shoot tunnel and the camera and i guess the producer was standing there and they heard something down the tunnel and the camera turned kind of down the tunnel and they then they hear running they turn back and shane's running up the tunnel and then so they started following him so (laughs) (laughs) so that was pretty good so that was the first episode the first story is about frank yeah goes in the hotel He feels something weird. He goes and asks for a different room. Mm -hmm. And my favorite quote from you is after he shows the video to the check-in woman. (laughs) And they're like, she's like, what we're going to do is we're going to get you a new room. It's like, okay, cool. That's standard. Until this room can be blessed. Yeah. And my my words is like, so is that a standard feature that hotels offer? You know what, one, is it a standard feature? And two... Uh, this hotel has a protocol for ghosts. <laughs> like, I was like, well, okay, in subclause 13, subsection 14 of the hotel, you know, guidebook says, in, in, in instances of paranormal activity, please seek out the nearest priest and have room blessed within the 24 to 48 hour period. Seriously, it's like, am I? Am I? Room 23 already has another complaint. Call, call, like, call, call Father the... Joe. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how like, many call, times? Like, call Father Joe. It's like, how many times has this like hotel been haunted? Like, complaints that you have a priest come in a place. Like you, go like, and, you go and room. check into the room. It's like, this bed's wet. Why is it wet? It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, it's just holy water. It's a good priest just came in and, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine just fine. go in and it's just, you, you want the room. get pancakes tomorrow. Okay? Yeah. And con- why are we settling everybody? Because it's supposed free to be continental breakfast, you know? But no, that was my favorite quote. The first one was you saying that was like, it was like, well, did they have them on? I think that would have been my first question before I took the new room. I was like, is that, is that something you guys do? Is that, does that happen often here? Yes. Oh, and so he, Frank goes home and he takes a picture of the back seat because he feels like someone's behind him. And he puts on Facebook and stuff. And I guess a medium had talked to him and called him and said, there's someone in your photo. And yeah. they don't show the photo, which I could kind of, at first I was like, oh, why don't you show the photo? I can understand if after this experience, if you're like, just get off my phone. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to keep any of that. And then he starts experiencing, when he's talking to his wife, all of a sudden he is like starts having like a violent... Like, personality like, change. Uh, person, but yeah, he starts yelling. He's like yelling at them and cursing at them and all that stuff. He actually specifically said in the things like, I can't repeat what I actually said to my wife. Like, yeah, and then he goes down to... The, the psychic calls him, says you got to get to a priest, to a church. And so he goes to a church and they record... Um, I guess, like, how he was acting. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because, like, I'm not funny, haha, but it was weird that he talks about in the reenactment, his arm kind of starts going black. 
and he's saying my arms turn turn in different colors and then when they showed the video it did kind of pause and show the arm and i even said it was like "Ooh, that arm does look black yeah it like looks like it was like a splotchy kind of like yeah it looks like he dipped his hand in like paint yeah it was it was kind of it was pretty it was really interesting so that story the first story interesting and i actually want to skip to the third story because I, I want to save the second story for last is that okay mm-hmm Okay, so the third story is a 2014 in Connecticut with a woman, uh, Patricia Stark, I believe it was, and it looks like she was like a TV personality, TV reporter. She just said it was a businesswoman. No, her description though was a TV anchor because she said she was going to go there, they were going to do a shoot, and so she went to this hotel and she was all by herself. I thought I missed that part. You know, the story, it was really quick. The third one was really quick. And it was basically saying that she was trying to feel safe in this hotel room. Because she was, like, the only person in the hotel. Yeah. And the hotel itself was out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so her whole experience is she kind of fell asleep. And when she woke up, she felt someone on the bed. And, like, she woke up because she felt her, the quilt being pulled down. Then she felt an indentation. Or she saw the indentation on the bed. Yeah. And my favorite, though, was, like, when she said she felt, like, hands behind her. Now, the reenactment is showing, like, I don't know what that was, like, frighteners or something. Like, something oh, it looked like the wall itself the wall. was reaching out. Like, yeah. And then so, they showed, like, something was holding her down. And, but that was before the wall part. Yeah, part so too, someone, so. she woke up feeling someone was holding her down. And now, I will admit, I was the one who was like, is it sleep paralysis? Because she even says, I felt paralyzed. But she does swear that she was awake. So, I mean, that her story was interesting, too. I, I think that story was more interesting than than a couple other stories of other episodes we saw. Mm, yeah. But, you now let's get to the last one. <laughs> the last one is my favorite one by far. If you because are... it's full of dumb teenagers. Oh, my God. This is so dumb. But what's what's funny is... Okay, first of all, it's, it's 2014 again. It happens in Rome. And it starts off with a, a man named Aaron talking about how in junior year, they after all, junior year, they all went to Rome. Because to, their school offered it. Yeah, the school. First of all, what school offers this? I know. I, apparently, it was not mine. Yeah, not it was my not mine. I, I was sitting there like, wait, I want to go to Rome. I feel like this was a school on the East Coast. I feel, I like, feel this. like this is a school where you wear a blazer. Mm. Yeah, like I feel like, you know, blazer, maybe a little crest on the side. <laughs> this is the kind of school that you're only going to see either on a British TV show or an anime. <laughs> I'm just now thinking about the Gilmore Girls, too. <laughs> Think about like Harry Potter. If Harry <laughs> Potter, like actually, if they if they followed modern fashion yeah. trends instead of wearing making them wear robes. Oh my um, gosh, I still wear a robe. I like robes, but you're a wizard, Harry. And a cracking good one. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it starts off, and it's not saying I don't believe his story. I just think that I think that there's a lot more explanation for the story, but I still think it's a creepy story. The one part about his friend. So what happens is they he talks about they go to Rome. It's like two guys and like three, three girls. Yeah, or three like girls that. and they so the two guys are in one room and the three girls are in another room and they're all getting ready for bed and they the two guys hear a screaming and it says we knew that scream and so they like run down and it's the women, it's the girls in the room and she 
the one of the girls says it's the bed, it's in the bed, and they're like, they go up, and they pull back the sheet, and it's this... It's hair. It's hair, and they describe it as, the guy describes it as long black hair. And, and eyelash hair. And too. eyelash hair. It, it was like, like, a lot of hair, and they were talking about how it's like long curly hair. And so you're looking at it, and I'm saying, okay, you know what? This seems like it's a a joke. Like, it doesn't look like it's a real hotel. I mean, not a real hotel. Not a fancy hotel. Like, it looks like probably they stayed at a hostel, or, like, they were talking about, like, it looks like they were in, like, this old church or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where they were staying, because here's the one thing I will say about this store, about these shows. What, sorry, I we had to stop just for a minute for a little background noise, so... There, it might be a plane, you might be hearing it, so so sorry for the background noise, but to pick up, I kind of think it was a joke. Like, I think it was, haha, we're going to play a joke on these kids, because, or it could have been one of the other kids playing a joke, because I feel like, he even suggests that, he's like, oh, I thought maybe it was a hotel person on the last day, just messing around. Yeah. I was just gonna, I was just saying, thinking that too, he was like, well, to his credit, you know, he did at least think of that first. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, uh, someone's just trying to punk us, or, you know, where, where's Ashton at, you know? Where's <laughs> Ashton? But, uh, so he, he talks about that, and then they turn, all turn to the closet, and they notice that there's an eye drawn over the closet. Eye of Horus. Eye of Horus, which I didn't know you knew that, you know, fist to you. Boom. Boom. And what's really funny is they go up there and they're all like, oh, what is that? We don't know. Was it there? Well, we don't know if it was there. Okay, well, let's just rub it off. <laughs> and it's just like one of those things where I'm just like, oh, gosh. This is like at the beginning of a, of a really bad <laughs> horror movie where it's like, we're six friends who are on a trip in Rome. It was like the intro to Real Road Rules or something. <laughs> six strangers. <laughs> Actually, you know what Wells it kind of reminds me of? Is remember like that that Simpsons episode where like the the hurricane like blows the Flanders' house down or something and everybody tries oh, yeah. to they they rebuild it quote unquote and then Ned and then gets Ned, mad no 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 but like the specific part that I'm thinking of for that fits that scene in the in the show is when. Bart is showing Rod and Todd like their bedroom, and it's got a poster of Krusty the Clown on it. And they're like, "We don't like this clown." And they, they tear, starts tearing. He's like, oh, "I wouldn't do that. That's a load bearing poster." <laughs> <laughs> they're like these these guys are like, "I don't like this Eye of Horus." I was like, "Oh, that's a load bearing symbol there, apparently." <laughs> well, and we should mention so like it was really funny because they first they tried to open the closet door and it didn't open and then when they rubbed the thing off then all of a sudden yeah, it was like it, it flies okay. open and yeah well, no it, they still opened it and a cold air comes out of it for a long period of time and it I only started so. effect, only affected the guy opening the door too well, he's like oh. what's funny is so they start rubbing off the eye and then they interject the the reenactment with the experts and they're all, and the one woman's like yeah, whenever you see a symbol, you don't want to miss. And I'm sitting there like, dude, that, that is like that is like horror movie 101. Do you need... I'm trying to think of like, I know what you did. Yeah, it's like need. seeing like the Necronomicon and not reading out of it. <laughs> it's like, I keep thinking of... I was going to say, I know what you did last summer, but I meant Cabin in the Woods. Where it's like, okay, everyone... Who, who is going to... Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Where like they... they okay, who bets on... Uh, Who's going to basically attack them? Well, I had. That's like I think the jock's going to get killed by the by the 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 dad. 
the dad zombie or whatever. Oh, zombie, whatever. But like, it was just so. It was just such a horror movie like moment. So they rub it off, and then, and then they're all like, "This is the only bad thing about the show is I know they must be cutting out some of the story." Because there's no follow-up. So later, the kids are back in... The two guys are back in their room sleeping. And you said, well, what the heck happened to the girls? And I said, well, I guess they're yeah, still they, sleeping in the... Yeah, they, in the they, hair cover. Yeah, they never showed them again. They yeah. showed, like... They showed them opening the door, gust of wind, blah, blah, blah. And then, I guess sometime after they left, they show this dark entity or whatever, like, shambling its way out of the open door. They never saw, like... Well, we should say the guy who's telling the story, Aaron, never saws anything in the girls' room. But later that night, he's sleeping in bed, and he gets up because I guess he wants his phone. For some reason. For some reason, he's like, dude, he and he looks over, and his friend is sitting up in bed, and he's like, dude, where's my phone? No, and no, he well, gets well, up. Hold on. hold on. He's like, dude, dude, where's my phone? <laughs> and he's like, bro, where's my charger? You know where it is. Okay, he doesn't say bro. I said bro, but that he, he kept... Okay, bro. So, oh, my God, this whole story, though. As he's describing the story, it's he gets up, and it's like his friend is sitting up in bed. His head is against, like, the, the wall. Just staring straight ahead. But staring at him. Like, staring straight ahead, but his eyes are moving at him. But he can't really see features. It's like, dude, if you can't see the features on your friend's face, it's not your friend. And then he gets up and goes, like, have you seen my charger, dude? Dude, have you seen my charger? Also, apologize for my... Apologize for we my... have an angry gamer in the background. Yeah. Beware of the angry gamer. But so he keeps like, dude, have you seen my charger? And then he's talking about how he turns the phone on the flashlight and he's looking through the backpack and he keeps asking his friends, like, I don't know dude, what where's my charger? Dude, where's my charger? And of course his friend's not saying anything. So he turns back with the flashlight and no one's in no bed. No one's in the bed. And you so, can tell the sheets have been moved. Yeah. So I want to say that whole that whole scenario where they just basically see this weird shadow of the friend, that was well done. That was scary. That was like the creepiest part of the whole thing. And that really says like how bad the friend's eyesight must be at night because like seriously, even even in a dark room, you can usually make out features. Yes, you can you can you can tell a person's face. Like if if, if like if we were even if if this was if we were here at night. Right, not to break the mystique, but we're actually we record during the daytime, so yeah. I have to already listen, edit this at night sometimes when we were talking, like yeah. the scary stuff that we used to talk about. Yeah, I so do like, it. but I mean, even if we were doing this recording like in the middle of the night, had the lights turned off, I could I would still be able to tell Leslie's face. Yeah, and so here's the thing that it reminded me of is if you ever watched the movie, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the Damon Brothers movie. Where it's, um, I still know what you did last <laughs> scary movie. movie. Oh, scary movie. Thank you. The one with Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy were playing the two girls at the beginning of The Ring. And they were kind of parodying The Ring. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, Pamela Anderson is dead. And Jenny McCarthy keeps like, are you okay? And her head, like, gets yeah, cut and off she or pokes something. Him. Rolls off and she, and she bends down. Are you okay? Yeah, this is what I felt like this guy was doing. Like, he keeps passing by this weird... Oh, I, I couldn't see his face. Where's my charger? It's like... Like, serious? bro. Bro. Dude. So, so then he's like, oh my gosh, my friend's gone. I gotta find him. So he goes out in the hallway and he's like... And the Aaron of now is talking about, like, how he's going down. He was scared. He didn't... Oh, no, he heard 
he heard like scrambling above him, like mm-hmm. someone scratching above him um, in the roof and, yeah. and the ceiling. And so he goes down the hallway and he's looking and he's looking and goes about, I don't know, two feet down and his friend comes up. And the reenactment was so stupid, but it was so funny because the guy was like, it. his friend had like the most, you know, S-H-I, you know, T-grin on his face. And I'm sitting like, our mm-hmm. first thoughts were like, well, we know where the girls are. Yeah, well, seriously, it was like, well, like, see, let's see, they're all teenagers. They're all, it doesn't look like there's any chaperones. Yeah, we got one dude who snuck off with three, wait, no, two, three women. No, it was three girls. Three with three girls and left his friend behind. But then, but then they're like, he's like, Aaron was like, where were you? Oh, I was downstairs because there's free Wi-Fi and I was calling my family. And I'm like, yeah, that's a BS story, whatever. Because that's what high schoolers do when they're on vacation in Rome. The first, the first thought, thing is, let me check in with my family. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, later, he's like, and then that's it. That's the whole story. We'll let you all paint your own conclusions oh, to what, what was actually going on, but we feel like there was probably some NC-17 type stuff favorite, going on but- but my favorite thing was then the guy, I felt so bad for him because he was like, and then, you know, we never brought it up again. We don't talk about it. It's like, you mean you never tell your parents that, like, you woke up and you're, the guy was gone and you found him later like, in the hallway? Like, where was he? Yeah. I don't know why, but and you like, know what that, and that the, and story, the... I felt so bad for Aaron. I'm like, oh, dude. You got Dude, left behind. You got left behind. <laughs> even if they weren't doing anything, even if they snuck out and got some gelato, like <laughs> but you still got left behind. You were the odd man out. It was just, it was just how he described it. I'm like, oh, we never talk about it. Again. Maybe you don't. <laughs> Whatever's going on, I'm pretty Ugh. sure they have a lot to talk about. This is the type of like at a forty year old reunion, high school reunion. Someone does, like, get drunk and bring up, like, Aaron, Aaron, remember Rome? Dude, we got you so good. The whole, did you ever wonder why there was an eye of Horus in Rome? <laughs> it's, it's Egyptian, brah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even the same culture, brah. I mean, not to say that there may not have been, oh, like, God. you know, some, you know, people stay at hotels when they're traveling. So, you know, you never know who, no. who was there before. And I'm not even saying that he didn't experience something. Like, quite honestly, if his, okay, this is the type of situation where even if, if his friends were all playing a joke on him, like, oh, ha, ha, we got Aaron, he still saw something in that hotel room, and it was, like, creepy as hell if he was sitting in bed and he saw... A black shadow. Mm-hmm. That's creepy. I believe, honestly, I believe that's real. That's just a black real. shadow. A black shadow that for all intents and purposes, he actually believed was his friend sitting up yes. in bed. Yes, see, that was so creepy. If he just told that story, and so his belief is that he did let something out. And it was funny because then the story ends like, so then we all left. It's like, so y'all didn't warn anyone in the Vatican? Or like, because they said they were going to visit the Vatican. Well, the fact the fact of this is like, that was the worst thing that, ha- that was the only thing that happened to you guys was there was some hair in the bed and then you let this thing out and then it just sat in your friend's bed. Yeah, you know, if I was writing this play, like this screenplay, I would, as, as I sit here with my fingers in the little chapel 
position. The finger, finger pyramid of yeah, evil. Yeah, finger pyramid, pyramid of evil uh, sitting next to my chin. I have to say, the only plot hole I see here is, why would the hair be on the bed before you let the thing out? Yeah. Yeah. But not saying that that place wasn't haunted, because I've been to Rome. It is creepy. It, it does have this weird... You could be walking down the street, and it's modern, like, 70s day, 70s buildings, or... You know, like a modern building, and then you turn a corner, and right between two buildings is a old Roman wall, and it's just like holy. Okay, I, I holy. Moly. Of course, it's creepy. You know why Rome's creepy? Any place that has a necropolis, necropolises are creepy, and any place that has a necropolis will automatically be creepy alongside it. Yeah, I. I don't want to seem like we're making fun of the guy's story, but I just, I think his Making story, fun of how it was... How it was told, where if you would told... Even if you told me that story, I probably would have been like, I think your friends were making, like, were, were giving you crap. Crap. Uh, crap. Crape? They were giving you crepe? <laughs> yeah, crepe. But I think that you did see... It's, it's kind of like when one of those horror movies where someone pulls a prank and then, but it turns out something else was real... At the same time, is that that's more creepy? That's mm-hmm. creepier. Like yeah. I honestly think it was a prank, and then but he really experienced something, but he's attributed to what that prank was. But it was if really it was well actually done. done in a horror movie, somebody would have already been dead by that point. Oh no, that that black shadow would have. I actually thought he the friend when he came up with that weird grin on his face. I thought they were trying to say that he was possessed because of like, is that actually his friend or the shadow demon? But we'll nope, never guess, know. No, like. Yeah, no, we do because he says he came home and they don't talk about it. If it was, if that is indeed all there is to the story, yeah, it does feel like we're kind of missing something. So we watched, you know, with Amazon, it just automatically, you know, comes to the next episode, and we watched the next. We watched the next episode, which was called Dark History, and now it was more about hotel owners and workers experiencing. Things based on yeah. the hotel's dark history. And one was a chef, one was the owner, one, um, the last one was just a kid. But I don't want to get, we're not going to go into the, all the stories, but based on watching the two episodes, I do really, truly, honestly believe that they they cut out something with the stories. Like, I feel like there's unanswered questions like, well, did you go in there? Or did you look up this history? Or mm-hmm. why did you do that? So I feel like they, yeah, they tell them, the story and, and they leave something out. Yeah, and then sometimes they say, like, oh, we heard a story about what this story is. But they don't, just like you said, they don't really go into this. It's all hearsay. Yeah, it's like, it's well, like, there's well, a story heard. about a woman who hung herself when she was left at the altar. I'm like, did That's women every do... hotel story. <laughs> I'm I like, seriously. Did, like, did people do that back then? I got, I got left at the altar. Yep, guess I gotta go hang myself now. Well, and then, and it says they had different places. Like one was in Liverpool, one was in Alabama. Um, I can't remember what the the first one was, but the thing is, is with these hotels, I think that I do think hotels are haunted. Like some of my favorite hotel stories, um, even Stephen King, like even the fake stories, like his fourteen oh eight, totally scary. I yeah. love that story, but and He's... then there's the true stories. You know, there's the actual. Oh, I mean, it's the Shining Hotel, but it's not called the Shining. It's Stanley. The mm-hmm. Stanley Hotel. Like, there are so many people who investigate that place, and it's just so creepy. And... Usually whenever there's places where lots of people are together at the same time. You want to know my favorite hotel story? Hmm. 
Oh, it's my favorite. It's, oh, what's it called? It's in LA and it's called Chateau something, Melamar or something like that. It's, it's the Chateau. It's a famous, famous hotel and it's catered to stars and politicians and everyone, right? And it's called the Chateaus, I think. And back in the 70s, this is where, or was it 80s? It, it's where Jim Belushi died. John, I'm sorry, John Belushi died. And he died in the hotel room. And years later, and I forget their names, but it's like a famous story. There's this um, woman, and she tells the story of how her house was flooded, or there was an earthquake, and they needed to stay hotel, and because their house was being worked on. So they stay at the chateau. And when you stay out there, it's like these, a lot of the, the places have like suites and rooms and rooms and stuff. So she's staying with her family in this room and there's like this little separate room. And she has a toddler and he was, he was two years old at the time. And he was just this happy baby. He like, he was like running around and he would look kind of off to the side and he would be laughing and he would be laughing and she finally said one day like, hey, what are you laughing? Oh, and, and he would he would say, uh, funny man. And he was laughing at the funny man. And so he, she was kind of like, okay, well, maybe he's just, you know, imagination. It has a great imagination. And so she went out one day, and I guess the hotel had these books, either the books or a magazine. And it was talking about, like, 50 years or 70 years at the Chateau. And it was supposed to be, like, this about the um, history of the Chateau. And she takes it back and, you know, she leaves it on the, the table or something. And her toddler sees it on the coffee table and it's turned to the page with John Belushi. And he points to it and says, funny man, funny man. And I, the, she found out that that was the chateau that he died in. And it's like the creepiest story, but it's also kind of like... Creepy in a sense of like, okay, yeah, your kid was seeing something. Because there's no way this two-year-old would have known who this guy was from this picture. And it's also kind of, I mean, it's kind of sweet to think that he was playing with the baby. But like... It's also kind of sad for John Belushi that he's yes. stuck in a hotel for for all eternity. So I think like, I, I really wanted to like this show because Hotel Paranormal, I really wanted to like it because... Hotels are really, I do really believe that there are places that they're haunted and rooms that are haunted and just so much emotion. Like, and, and a lot of the experts were talking about the same thing, but like, I just think the, it could have been a little bit better produced for the, telling the stories like, or at least picking out the stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, cause like, I mean, you have that, I wonder if I go through the season, if this woman talks about the Jim Belushi story, cause that's like, it's a really famous story now. Cause I forgot she told it somewhere, but, um, but there's famous stories like that. So I'm kind of wondering if, if maybe the, the rest of the season kind of gets like finds its legs and kind of gets more in a, the story and just a little bit of subtleness in the reenactments versus we gotta be really creepy. Make this ghost do a head bob. Like you're at a rave in the nineties. It's a good description. Yeah, I've never been to a rave. I haven't either. <laughs> so, that's what that's what you youngsters do, right? You all still rave? Right, yeah. <laughs>
But overall, what did you think of it? Because you, I was tired. I was like, oh, okay, well, we can stop now. We can start recording. You're like, no, no, let's go ahead and finish this one. Well, I just wanted to see if it, like, picked up. Because, like, you know, the, sec- the second episode, like you said, we it wasn't, it wasn't quite as good as the first. So I was kind of just waiting to see the end to see, like, oh, well, does it maybe picks up at the end? And it really didn't. So I, I did like it. I probably would want to watch some more of it right now because with two episodes under the under my belt i think i'd say that's a um, like a 50 50 split on whether i really like it or whether i don't i probably would just read through it like the titles and kind of see if there's a title i'm sure they have a famous one like i mean dan Aykroyd's narrating it like he has to know some stories in la that are haunted and stuff you know i don't know if he's producing it but when he was narrating it Again, I love how he narrates. So the guy or woman would be telling the story. Like, so I felt really scared because I saw this and I knew I couldn't even believe my eyes. And then they'd just be like, <laughs> my dad, Ackroyd. And what they didn't know was this was not going to be the ending of their night. And it's like, yeah, we know, but keep going. I, I don't mind He's you like, narrating it. <laughs> and if somebody asks you if you're a god, you say... Yes. I wonder if anyone was all like, Mr. Hatton, no, 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 not going to do it. (laughs) Not going to do it. So, overall, I think I would watch some more of it. Just I would watch the different titles if there's anything that looked interesting. Like, I probably would have watched The Dark History, but probably been disappointed that it wasn't more about a famous history, which is fine. But I think overall, though, I would... I would kind of go with the IMDb rating, six to seven for me. Probably more about like six for me, quite yeah, honestly. That's about. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like if it picks up later on in the season, then that might I could I could change it, but I had more fun watching this and bantering with you. Like, oh my god, like we were so we were so just talking through this half thing. We had to rewind it a couple times. <laughs> But that's what this show would be good for. If you have some friends come over, like, oh, you just want to put something on and, like, you know, talk about it. Yeah, this, is, this isn't bad. Versus, like, when I really want to watch one and I'm telling, like, Chris, like, shh, shh. Let's take a shot every time the ghost has a head bob. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's take a shot every time there's a shower person. Let's take a shot every time there's a stupid teenager that does something they shouldn't. I just love that so much. I don't know why that story was... It's honestly my favorite because I feel like it's also the story that something would have happened to me. And I'm like, what, isn't that weird? And people would be like, I feel like I could come up with five explanations for that. Overall, I I liked it. I would watch it. After you leave, I don't know if I'm going to sit down and watch more of it like I did with Ghost Theory. Like, mm-hmm. after you left, um, we recorded and I edited. I must have watched at least three or four episodes in a row. And there was actually this one moment where I was watching it and they heard a sound. And I was like, ooh, what was that? And then I heard a sound and obviously it was upstairs. It was my husband. But I looked at the time and it was like 1230. And I was like, you know what, AM? And I was like, you know what? just gonna go ahead and turn this off let me just watch like young sheldon so i don't have to go to bed with <laughs> with them <laughs> scared in my head right sometimes you just have to know when to call it quits right 
But anyway, uh, again, if anyone is out there who have who loves a good YouTube video uh, of a paranormal investigator saying like, hey, I love this investigators, I love this team, they record it, let us know. I really like this show. Here's the episode you need to watch. Hey, I really like these paranormal investigators. You guys need to watch them. I would love to get some more suggestions from anyone out there. I would love to watch like new videos because quite honestly, sometimes you're watching these videos. I just watched one recently and again, I discovered them from nukes. I would love to hear suggestions from the ghost theory guys. Oh, I know, right? Well, he, he, they know Ouija Brothers and iConjure TV and someone else. Like they know a bunch. So yeah, maybe I should reach out. Oh, by the way. I think they have their own podcast now. They just started. Oh, yeah, you did. So, you told me about that. Yeah, so check that out. I haven't checked it out yet, but, you know, they're, you know, I love listening them to them talk because they'll try to debunk it. They'll be funny with each other, but they also kind of, they kind of, like, have just a really good banter. I like banter. Me too. Okay, so our scores, six out of ten. I would say so. Perfect. So, there's another episode. Uh, should we do our legendary shout-out? Let's do our legendary shout-out. One we haven't done before. No, actually, this one popped up on our last episode, and I don't think we've shout-out to them. Shout-out to our legendary listeners in Denmark. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know why this just like sounds so impressive to me. Like, oh, Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about Denmark. I don't either. Well, I mean, I know some of it, but it's like not... I don't think I would be able to be on Jeopardy and answer, answer one of the categories. <laughs> what is the national anthem of Denmark? Uh, uh, pass. <laughs> you can't pass. So you have now minus $400. Uh, man, I could really use a distraction. Ladies and gentlemen, this is here's Conway Twitty. <laughs> you can insert Conway Twitty playing right now. I don't have any fun on my trade Ah, boo. All right. Well, but thank you so much for listening, Denmark. We really appreciate it, and it's really exciting. All right. Well, take us home, Jay. Well, this has been another exciting and successful episode of Legends in the Dark. My name is Jay. And I am Leslie. Your purveyors of the paranormal and your curators of the creepy. We appreciate your patronage, and good night.